what if someone said, hey, I know so-and-so, and they're talking about you. And they said, do you know them? And they say, yeah, yeah, they, and and they begin to describe you, but it's it's nothing like you. In fact, it's it's insulting. It's things that you would never do, never say, and they, and they attribute that to you. That's the problem with the prosperity gospel is they paint our heavenly father and our savior, Jesus Christ, in a way that he simply is not. And so we've been spending this week setting that straight. And not like, I'm just trying to set it straight with y'all. Make sure y'all understand. I know with my dozens of listeners. Uh, but maybe one day in the annals of history, or is it annals? I don't know. In the, in the digital catacombs that will find this podcast and go, hey, that's a, this is useful. This is helpful. Or maybe you could share it with a friend. You can send them to amenben.com where they can find everywhere that they can listen to this show, which is, by the way, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. It's, uh, all different types of podcast platforms that you can listen and interact with me at the website as well. Amenben.com. But we're continuing through a list of doctrinal errors is... I'm giving it a, a really positive spin. Like, oh, they just messed up. Whoopsie, we got this wrong. But I think sometimes, even if some interpretations just honestly get wrong, like there's there's plenty of times where a brother and sister in Christ reads a scripture and they interpret it and they get something wrong out of it. And I don't think that they're being malicious or trying to, you know, m you know, devour anybody. I'm not gonna call them a wolf. But there are some, including these prosperity preachers who make millions and millions of dollars off of selling false hope and a false gospel and, and preying on the sinful desires of the world around us instead of encouraging faithfulness and repentance and faith in Jesus and, and not just in Jesus' stuff. That's the problem. And so we've talked about some interesting things this week. You know, specific parts of the Bible that they misread, you know, about the Abrahamic co covenant, about what what exactly it means for Jesus's blood to cover our sins. Um, and then why do we give? We talked yesterday about why we give and our motivation behind giving to God. But today I want to talk to you, thanks to this list by uh, author and professor David W. Jones, it points out that uh, a, a faith, uh, this is one of the other things that that the prosperity gospel preaches is that faith is a self-generated spiritual force that leads to prosperity. Okay. That this idea of faith is comes from you. And if you'll just, and try a little bit harder and give a little bit more money and watch more of my sermons and, and come to church a little bit more and just that you will carve out your own prosperity that will unlock God's blessings. Um, according to this prosperity theology, faith is self-generated rather than God-generated. And that's the problem. They'll get up there and say, you just got to have more faith. You just have to do this, right? That faith is some humanly brought spiritual force and that, uh, that we lack in this life because we lack faith. Now, I will say that there are lots of Christians that need more faith. But God's faithfulness is not predicated on our faithfulness. 
right? This is so wrong to to think that if if anybody is suffering, if anybody is poor, if any, so you you mean to tell me that by nature of our bank accounts, that everyone in America and North America is more faithful than the everyone in you know the the third world countries that survive off of pennies a day, right? that are, are poor and, and suffering and don't have medical care and don't have clean water to drink, they're suffering because they don't have enough faith. That's what's being said here. In fact, you'll see these snakes hop on their private jets and they'll fly to these big gatherings in Africa and, and India and all these other places where, where maybe a lot of suffering and, and economic poverty is happening and they'll get in front of crowds of them and they'll whip them up and they'll tell them how they can be blessed. And then they'll take their money and they'll fly their sorry butts back here to the States and they won't do jack about it. And that's wrong. Because faith is not something you muster. Ephesians 2.8 is very clear. By, the, it's by grace that you have been saved through faith. And faith is not of your own doing. This is a gift of God. Faith is from God. If you have any faith at all, it is from God. It's a gift to you. What you do with that gift and how that gift grows, well, okay, maybe you got some, you know, maybe you're playing a part of that, but God is the one that gives that gift of faith. And the Bible teaches very clearly that Christians, whether they have faith or you can have all the faith you want. And in fact, sometimes the more you have, the more trouble it brings. Right? Jesus says you're going to have tribulation in, in John 16. The Apostle Peter says that we shouldn't be surprised when we suffer. James, the brother of Jesus, says that we should expect trials and we should actually count them as joy, not as something to get rid of by having more faith and avoid you know, seeking comfort rather, than, uh, rather than, than trials. We should count these trials as joy because it's God's way of, of accomplishing some sanctification in our lives. Look, look for James chapter 1 in that. Our, our afflictions lead to abundance and glory, according to the Apostle Paul in Romans and 2 Corinthians. So none of these hardships that we go through necessarily come from a lack of faith. And yet you'll see these hucksters up there telling you, you just have, if you'll just have more faith, if you'll just have enough faith to clear your, your savings account and, and send it to me so that I can anoint it, with my sweaty, greedy, you know, fists. Um, yet in many cases, this prosperity theology, it, it states that hardships are the result of faulty faith. Many times we're going through the struggle so that God can make us more like him. Or so that we, sometimes God takes away these material comforts so that we can find out our true treasure, so that we can rely on him and stop taking comfort in the, these other things that were never meant to bring us that completion and that joy and that that abiding happiness that, that, that they get in the way of God. And so if you want to get rid of your situations, I think you've got the wrong idea about it. Yes, no one wants to suffer. I'm not saying you should look forward to suffering, but I am saying that if you will count these things as joy and you will you will stop looking and and at your your bank account as a metric to to how faithful God is to you and how faithful you are to him you're going to find out that God blesses you in ways that you you can't imagine 
and that no matter it's not the amount of of faith that you put in God it's the object of your faith that is God that's going to make all the difference so where's your faith this morning today whenever you're listening is it is your faith in God or is it your faith in his stuff don't make that mistake we're going to wrap up this week talking about uh, prosperity theology and where it all goes wrong tomorrow um if you have any questions, amenben.com. I'm always ready to hear from you and uh, answer any questions and talk more about any of the episodes. Love to hear from you. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you later.